Good morning. It's good to be with you as we uh, continue together in our book of Acts. Uh, yesterday, in our time together, we looked at uh, Peter's sermon that he preached to the, uh, to the if you were the first, I guess you could say maybe the first church service. I mean, I guess that's the way to look at it. It was, it was, it was maybe the first church service, good old fashioned church service I ever had. And if you're going to have a church service, what are you going to have after church service? At least if you're me. Uh, you're going to have an altar call, aren't you? So we see Peter preach this first sermon where he reminds us that it's all about Jesus. And then we see Peter uh, give an altar call. So let's see what happens. We're going to start with verse um, 37 of chapter 2. This is chapter 2, verse 37. We'll read through verse 42. Um, um, Acts chapter 2, verse 37 through 42. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children, for all who are far away, and everyone to whom the Lord calls to him. He testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So, so those who are welcome, his message were baptized. And that day about 3,000 were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, the breaking of the bread, and to the prayers. Um, Acts 42 is a, a big, a big verse, a big deal. I remember when I first started ministry, we had this, uh, this, um, um, I don't want to call it a test. Maybe the, uh, it was, it was a survey or it was, uh, it was basically a process where we could, it's called the A42 test. Where we would, we could look at our church and, um, and, and see how healthy we were. It was all based upon that passage. Uh, they devoted themselves to the teaching fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayer. That's four pretty big things. Teaching, fellowship, breaking the bread, and prayers, um, things that we all need. So, but we see the response. So, Peter finishes preaching, and they say, um, they were cut to the heart. You ever been there? You ever heard a message or a reflection or a devotional, a song maybe, where you were cut to the heart and you knew that God needed a response for you in that moment? That's what happened. The Spirit moved, and they were cut to the heart, and they had a response to make because of this. And they said, um, brothers, what should we do? They asked Peter, they asked the apostles, what should we do? And they said, repent, be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, that your sins may be forgiven. You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So Peter says, repent and be baptized. So um, 3,000 were baptized on that day. And um, and, and and let's talk about this. The, a couple of things here. It says, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Your sins may be forgiven. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So repent. Let's talk about what's happening here. Repent is not, we mistake conviction for repentance. Conviction is feeling bad about your sins. They were cut to the heart. That's conviction. They felt bad about what they'd done. They felt conviction about being far from God. That, that's what conviction means. Conviction means you feel that 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 spiritual pain. You feel like you've done something wrong. You, you feel sorry, for lack of a better word. They felt conviction. They were cut to the heart. So what you said, said, repent. So he didn't say you should be convicted. He said, repent. Conviction is feeling bad about your sins. Repentance is doing something about it. Conviction is emotion. Repentance is action. And, and listen, Conviction is good. I don't want to belittle conviction. I, I've been convicted many times in my life. I felt strong conviction about things. Um, 
God has convicted me of sin many times in my life. I was praying about something today and God convicted me of and I felt cut to the heart. Convictions feeling bad about your sins. Repentance is doing something about it. Conviction is emotion. Repentance is action. And um, Peter says, repent. Turn from your sins. Turn away from your sins. Turn to Jesus. That's what Peter's saying here, saying here is repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about that. Um, Jesus tells us in Acts, I'm sorry, in, in um, well, he tells us in Matthew um, to go forth and baptize. Um, and he, 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 the great commission to go forth, and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we see that Trinitarian baptismal blessing that Jesus gives us there. Here it says, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Well, let's talk about what that means. That's because that's a, that this is a common thing you're going to see throughout script, throughout the book of Acts is being baptized in the name of Jesus. Let's talk about that. In the scripture, the word name or your name is a very specific thing. Your name isn't just what they call you. Your name is who you are. Think about in scripture, how many times God changes someone's name. Um, Abram becomes Abraham. Sarah becomes Sarah. Simon becomes Peter. Saul becomes Paul. In the book of Revelation, we're told, will be given a new name in heaven. So your name in the Bible isn't just what they called you, but your name is who you were. It was the totality of your experience. Think about the book of Ruth. Or Ruth rather. In Ruth, you may remember that story where Naomi comes home after she's lost everything. And the women of Bethlehem come out to greet her and they say, oh, Naomi, Naomi. And she says, no, no, do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. The word Mara means bitter. So Naomi says, no, no, I'm no longer Naomi. I'm now bitter. So your name isn't just what they called you. Your name is who you were. So to be baptized into the name of Jesus Christ isn't just this significance of the name Jesus, but it's th you're being baptized into the totality of who Jesus is. His life, his death, his resurrection. You're being baptized into Jesus. You're becoming part of his family, becoming part of the church. So to be baptized in the name of Jesus isn't so much just about the name, if you will, of Jesus, but to be baptized into the life of Jesus. Jesus gives us that Trinitarian baptismal blessing in Matthew. In Acts, we see people being baptized into Jesus' name, but that really means more about being baptized into who Jesus is, into the life of Jesus, into becoming a Christian. So repent, be baptized. Um, um, oh, we, we repent, you'll be for, forgiven um, when you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For no one can believe in Jesus apart, apart from the Spirit, but when we're justified, when we're saved, when we're converted, whatever term you want to use, when that happens, then the spirit really dwells within us. If you will, conversion is about, it's as much as it is about accepting Jesus as your savior, which is what it is, but it's also about giving the spirit room in your heart to, to live. Because we say Jesus lives into my heart, accept Jesus into your heart. What that actually theologically means is we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul tells us uh, the, the mystery of Christ, God, God within us. Christ dwells within us through the Holy Spirit. So to, to, to receive the Holy, to, to be saved, to ask Jesus into your heart, if you will, to be converted is to give the Spirit a place in your heart and in your life. 
That's what it's talking about here. So repent, turn from your sins, be baptized into the life of Jesus. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's what he says to do. And that's what happens. They do it. Uh, so many welcome this message and were baptized. And that way they about 3,000 were added. So we see that happens. They were cut to the heart. They responded. They were baptized. They fulfilled the Spirit. And that's a good model for us to be convicted of our sin each day, to give the Holy Spirit space in our life to convict us. I, my own personal devotional life, every morning I have a time of confession of sin where I give the Spirit room to convict me of my sin, where I can repent of it, where Jesus can point out to me the sin of my life and I can turn from it. Convict of sin. Repent. I've already been baptized, but I remember my baptism in that I'm part of the family of God. And then I want to give the Spirit room in my life to grow and to change me and to sanctify me. In verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, the breaking of bread and prayers. The, the, the apostles' teaching, we need to hear the Bible teached and preached. Um, that's important, y'all. Fellowship, we need community. We need people around us. The breaking of the bread, communion, we need the sacraments and prayer. So worship, fellowship, community, the sacraments and praying. That's a pretty good fourfold test, isn't it? <laughs> you know, if we can do those things, if we can, uh, if we can be in a worshiping community, if we can uh, have good Christian fellowship in our life each day, if we can uh, have the sacraments in our life, and if we can pray constantly without ceasing, I believe that God will do great things in our life, y'all. So we see yesterday we see Peter preach, and then we saw. The altar call, if you will. And we see what happens and that God moves. So today, let's pay attention to where our hearts can be cut. Let's repent of our sins. Let's turn to Jesus. Let's follow. Let's pray. Let's worship. Let's be in community. Let's take the sacraments. Let's be faithful. And God will bless us spiritually in amazing ways. Thanks for being with us. Uh, to, uh, Monday, we're going to pick up with um, some cool verses in verse 43, what the, what the first church looked like. So uh, today we saw the so we saw the first sermon, first altar call, and then we're going to see the first church. So join us um, in, uh, in these these days to come. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.